BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Warning. You're about to enter the arena and join the battle to save America with your host, Sean Parnell. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Battleground Live. It is Friday and we're rolling out a new tradition here. Uh, with the battleground platoon, the battleground family, uh, battleground army. That's what we're calling ourselves now. Uh, and Friday, ask me anything. So I want to introduce you to somebody. Uh, it's, it's the a producer for the show. He's, you haven't seen him before. He's a new, he's a new face. His name is Chad. Chad, come up on here on, on the screen and let's, let's roll with the, ask me anything here. Um, Hey, this is Chad. Chad is filling in for Brock. Brock has the night off. Um, but Chad's been with me since the very beginning. He's an army veteran. Um, he's an absolute pro at this stuff. So if you have, if you've got questions for me, we've got about six minutes, uh, for you all to ask me anything. And I think there are things here in the chat. Um, even some things that we didn't get asked the last time. Oh, so, uh, Darlene, you're saying I need to have Pete Hegseth on. Pete is Pete's a great, great human being. Um, and I would love to have him on. I actually had him on the very first episode of the podcast, right, Chad? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had him on the very first episode of the podcast. We talked about a whole lots of different stuff. Uh I think he would probably do the show, but now that it's sort of based on news, politics, culture, sports, he might have a, a non-compete with Fox News. But I will tell you what, I will ask Pete to come on for a segment sometime soon and, and we'll let you know. Um, oh, geez, look, the next question. Have I, Steel City Ken, have you ever been on TimCast? So I... And I've been on Timcast quite a few times. Um, and you can just look me up on, on YouTube or whatever else. Um, but I used to go on Timcast way back in the day uh, when Tim was doing his broadcast from New Jersey in his old studio. Uh, I don't want to say his show was in its infancy back then, but we I used to go on quite a bit. And I think Tim is a, is a really good guy. Um, and his show is really solid. 
Uh, I just haven't been on there in a long time. And Tim switched out his almost his entire production staff. And so the only person that I really know there, I think, is is Ian Crossland and actually Tim himself. And I think he's got a whole new production staff. Don't really know who I am. But yes, I've been on their show. I think I've been on Tim's show three or four times. Didn't we talk about getting him on early on, Sean? I thought that was one of the conversations when we did the interviews. Yeah, I would love to have Tim on, but Tim is such one of the things that you all have to know about Tim Pool is that he is like he's one of the hardest workers. He doesn't drink. Um, he's just so focused on building the show and and building this like media empire that he's that he's building. Uh he's just the hardest work, one of the hardest workers I've ever met. So from sunup to sundown, he's working his butt off, always has always has his nose in something. So he's a really difficult guest to get. Um Let's see. Let's see. What was the other? Have I ever met the Clintons? And if yes, what did I think of them? No, I have not met the Clintons. And I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad that I haven't because I isn't it kind of crazy how many of the people uh, within the Clintons inner circle um, are dead? I mean, it's crazy. I mean, and, and the media would have you believe that all these things are our big conspiracy theories, but Oh my gosh, I'm kind of glad I've never met him. I, I'm glad I've never connected with him. Um, yeah. So no, never met the Clintons. Uh, what else, what else do people have? Anything else? Nothing yet. We got a couple minutes here. We got three minutes left. Who's going to ask the last question. Oh, we got Katie. We got, we got Katie and we got commander Melanie in the live chat. Welcome. It's homecoming weekend here in Western Pennsylvania. And when can we meet Commander Melanie? You know what? I am going to say, oh, who's the other hot guy? See that, Chad? Look at that. You're already getting comments here in the live. There must the be someone chat. else they're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> when can you meet Commander Melanie is a good question. We were just talking about this the other day. And I think we're going to try to roll out a Friday show where we give Melanie's hot takes. And believe me, when I tell you, Melanie has lots of opinions. <laughs> She's got a lot of opinions and it's just going to be about her. And, and Oh, look, Natalie is in the chat. What's up, girlfriend. Here's the a great question. In the chat. Here's a great one. What do you need to complete the studio? Oh, well, first of all, so I've got, I wish I could move the camera to show you, but I've got this desk right here in front of me and this back behind me is a television and I'm right in the middle of my basement. So I think what I need is a, another separate room, which I have. Um, I need to finish the, like at least one one wall in that room. I need to get a new camera um, because I, I just don't think this camera, it says it's 4k and 1080p, but it's, I just don't think it's high enough quality. And so I want to bring you guys better quality viewing so i need a new camera need a better tripod uh and need a a room and a contractor to help me get the job done and i mean we're very very close to doing it folks we're almost there so we're almost there so what do we got we got one minute left so did we answer all of your questions we got one minute one minute and then we're gonna rock and roll All right, let's uh let's do the let's let's rock and roll. Let's do battleground. We got so much to talk Ready about to today. We've got we've got the impeachment inquiry. We got all sorts of breaking news. Uh, General Milley is getting the hell out of the army, but uh, there's there's so much to talk about today that we're gonna move through it pretty quickly. But let's rock and roll, Chad. Let's let's. Warning. 
You're about to enter the arena and join the battle to save America with your host, Sean Parnell. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Battleground Live. It is Friday. I mean, we made it through another week, and it's awesome to have you all here. We just finished our second annual Ask Me Ask Me Anything. Oh, he's, he's uh, someone is asking me right now, uh, budget for the studio. You know, that's a good question. I mean, some of this stuff, if you want to get good camera equipment, I mean, you can spend easily $5,000 on, on a video camera to stream in the quality that we need, and probably another 5000 in construction work to finish the room. So, uh, But I'm telling you, we're getting very, very close to being able to upgrade the studio and bring you a better quality. Quality show. And again, all of that's made possible because of you. But folks, we have a lot to get to today. So I'm going to jump right off the off the top rope and get right into it. Um, breaking news just before the show, Robert Kennedy Jr. just said he is planning to announce an independent run for president. And folks, think, think back for the steadfast members of Parnell's platoon. Think back. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, what did I tell you was going to happen? If the DNC, they rigged their own primaries. And I told you uh, way back then that if they try to screw over Robert Kennedy Jr., that he is very, very likely to run as an independent. Now, it remains to be seen who he's who who that's going to hurt the most. Um my sense is it's going to hurt Biden a hell of a lot more than it's going to hurt Trump. I mean, truthfully, Robert Kennedy Jr. will probably siphon votes away from both uh, Trump and Biden, but I got to believe because Robert Kennedy Jr. is a Democrat and he has the Kennedy name that it's going to hurt Joe Biden a hell of a lot more than it hurts President Trump because Robert Kennedy Jr., he's he's got the, the uh, leftist populist tendencies similar to Bernie Sanders, except he's not a crazy communist like Bernie Sanders. And if you'll remember the Democrats pulled out all the stops to screw over Bernie Sanders because Bernie Sanders actually had a far left populist Democrat base that Joe Biden did not have. I think Robert Kennedy is going to have a lot of those similar qualities with an actual base. And I think that this scares the hell out of 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 Biden and the establishment Democrats. It looks like if if the reports that we're seeing are true, it looks like Robert Kennedy, and this is from Mediate, so you can only half believe what they say, but it looks like Robert Kennedy plans to announce he will run as an independent on October 9th in my home state of Pennsylvania. And it goes on to say, Bobby feels that the DNC is changing the rules to exclude his candidacy. So an independent run is the only way to go. A Kennedy campaign insider told Mediate, which is absolutely true. I mean, I've told you before, and I'll say it again, the Democrats rigged their own primaries. That is why I laugh when people act like they would not rig general elections in heavily Democratic areas if they had the opportunity. Of course they would. They rig their own primaries. And folks, they're doing this against Robert Kennedy Jr. right now. And so the article goes on to smear him. Uh, and it's funny how 
Robert Kennedy Jr. is a Democrat, a lifelong Democrat. His last name is Kennedy, comes from he's he's basically the political scion of a legendary Democrat political family. And just because he steps outside the mainstream narrative and challenges the Democrat establishment, the very same media that smears us and conservatives and President Trump every single day are trying to destroy Robert Kennedy Jr. And, and look, I'm not defending him. Um Robert Kennedy has some stances on things that are just just deal breakers for me. Uh, one of which here, you know, obviously being a, a, a resident of the great Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, he 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 has made he's got a campaign promise about banning fracking. There's that's a completely that's a deal breaker for me with any candidate. Uh, if you watch the show and have been paying attention to the show, you know that I believe energy independence is 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 a pathway to you know more freedom, more prosperity. Uh, it's it's a it's a it's a fast track to actually fix this economy in the state of Pennsylvania. The energy industry and specifically fracking, upstream, downstream jobs, trucking, logistics, all associated with that industry creates somewhere in the in between six hundred and seven hundred fifty thousand jobs in this state. So banning it would be the wet blanket of all wet blankets on our economy and would needlessly kneecap America economically, but it would also hurt us military militarily and from a national security standpoint. So yes. That's a deal breaker for me, but the media is in full in full smear mode on this guy. Kennedy, a notorious anti-vaccine conspiracy theorist, challenging incumbent President Joe Biden for the Democrat nomination. I mean, just right then and there, I mean, that tells you everything that you need to know about what the media is trying to do to this guy. And look, again, Robert Kennedy Jr. does not need me to defend him. And I've just told you his stance on fracking, I'm not going there's no way i could ever vote for that guy unless he changes his stance however however uh they're clearly lying about him and they're clearly lying about him to to help joe biden now if that if you need as if you needed any more proof that the media was wholly in the tank for the democrat party uh and just but only certain democrats this is it right um but this is huge news i I've, i've already touched base with the great people's pundit Rich Barris on this. And by the way, if you're watching the show, Rich is going to be on Timcast tonight. So I had a question about Sean. Have you ever been on Timcast in the Ask Me Anything? And the answer to that question is yes, I've been on there multiple times, especially way back in the day when that show was just starting. But Rich, the People's Pundit, is going to be on Timcast tonight. So be sure to go check him out there. But Rich said that he's going to pull this issue to get a clear, definitive answer on whether RFK running as an independent helps or hurts President Trump. And when he's done with that poll, we are going to bring him on the show and we are going to give you the facts straight. So you have the information that you need to fight back against the radical left. And obviously, we always just want to make sure that you're informed. Um, What else we got here? Oh, oh. Right here at the at the top of the show, obviously, if you've been paying attention to the news cycle, there is a huge, huge uh, budget fight on Capitol Hill. The debate over whether or not the government should shut down is is raging. Um, and in the past, this argument has historically hurt Republicans. And generally speaking, folks, I I hate negotiating on a cliff. And the establishment, and I'm talking both Republic, Republican establishment in both the House and the Senate, love this discussion because all they do every single year, we have the same exact fight where the government adopts the budget that they had last year 
and then they just add more things to it in, in the years moving forward, which is why we have a budget that balloons and balloons and balloons. And it's also why we have a debt and deficit crisis, $33 trillion national debt in this country, which frankly is a very grave national security threat. I think every American born in, in this country today is, is born with some insane six-figure debts. <laughs> like all, they're born into this country and they already have, they're already saddled with six figures of debt because of the irresponsible spending of those in Washington. It's completely unfair. We're mortgaging the future of our children. But look, folks, this is just straight shooting here. We have got to change the way we negotiate this stuff. And I have to say, I, I, I'm Matt Gates. You know, I, I know Speaker McCarthy. I have a lot of respect for him. I know Matt Gates as well. I think Matt Gates is right on this. And when the, his position is, hey, listen, let's just vote on clean spending resolutions. Let's take a vote on Ukraine. Get people on the record. Do you support endless war or do you not? You know, let's let's get people on the record about spending increases. Let's get people on the record about defense increases, about entitlement spending, about Medicare and Medicaid, Social Security. I mean, hell, every single election cycle, the Democrats are out there attacking Republicans for wanting to ban pre-existing conditions. But the fact of the matter is that's not true. Well, let's get people on the record voting on these issues because ultimately that better informs the voters when they make decisions on elections day, on election day. And frankly, Vivek, you know, he has this zero-based budgeting uh, uh, discussion. It, it was it was actually center stage at the Republican debate uh, the other night, where he his uh, he advocates for an approach to the budget that is, look, let's stop just adopting, you know, with blinders on the same bloated budget that we had last year, which is just chock full with fraud, waste, and abuse of U.S. taxpayer money. I mean, folks, you spend a third of your paycheck uh, to the to the federal government, and then they just turn around and waste it on things like like whale sex and in, in the Arctic Sea, like things that no American should be spending. There should no American should be wasting their their hard earned paychecks on. So what Vivek is saying is that hey, look, let's start from scratch and let's go through every line item of the budget and ask ourselves, do we need this? And if so, how much should we allocate for this specific program? Uh, look, that would be extraordinarily tedious. It would be real hard work. But you know what? I don't give a damn. Make these folks that we send to Washington to represent our best interests do the work. Don't negotiate on the edge of a cliff because what happens with these omnibus spending bills is it allow it's easy on the leadership you know the leadership leadership basically says hey look like give us funding for ukraine Keep, like let's not secure the border but if you want this funding for your district you're going to have to vote for this entire package and that includes funding for ukraine well you know what trump has done and what trump republicans have done in the house is say no this ship that we call America is sinking, saddled by debt and deficit spending every year that we have just not reformed. The, the fact of the matter is this, folks, 75% of our budget, 75% are, are mandatory spending programs, what, what some Republicans call entitlement spending. Mandatory spending programs, they, 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 cannot, they cannot be touched. 
They cannot be touched by law. So that leaves us with 25% of the federal budget that can be touched. And 20, within that 25% is defense spending. So what ends up happening is every single cycle is we end up trying to balance the budget on the backs of our war fighters. And we end up putting them in more precarious situations on the battlefield. And it never, ever fails. Every year, the same thing. So what I'm advocating for on this show is a more intelligent approach to how we spend you know, hard-earned money of American citizens. Because frankly, the pathway forward, it's it's untenable. And this and this ship is is sinking and it's sinking fast. Okay, couple things. Let me pause here real quick. I want to actually give my my mom, uh, you know, Commander Melanie is is the boss, but my mom is the original gangster of the Parnell family. She's always been the rock that our family rallies around, and we all love her deeply. She's a fiercely independent, strong Italian woman. Um, and she retired today. Uh, and my mom has always been somebody that, uh, you know, when me, I, I'm the oldest of four children. So I've got a younger sister and two younger brothers. Um, she's anytime that my brothers and sister needed something, they would go to my mom. She was always there for them 24 hours a day, seven days a week through thick and thin. And she's extraordinarily hard worker and she just retired today. So please give her some love in the chat, mom. We love you. Congratulations. Uh, you're retired. And I know she wants to spend a lot of time on the beach, maybe do a little day drinking, mom. So we love you. We salute you. Congratulations. Uh, also, Steve Surf, buddy, thank you. 20 bucks in a super chat tip to the Bat Cave, uh, a.k.a. the studio. In fact, that's a pretty damn good name for a studio, the Bat Cave. So I might I might actually, I might actually have to figure out a way to use that. But Steve. Uh, thank you for for the super chat tips. You don't have to do that, but 100% of, of what's given in those chats goes to building a studio. And I'm telling you, folks, we're almost there. Um, okay, back to funding the government in this budget fight that's happening on Capitol Hill. Matt Gates is getting blamed for a lot of this. Uh, but the fact of the matter is we have to reform the way we spend. We have to do things more responsibly. Otherwise, America will not survive. And I'll, I'll also tell you this, just from a philosophical standpoint, why would I? fund a government that raided President Trump's house and indicted him four times? Why would I fund these nonstop indictments in Jack Smith's office? Why would I fund a government that rigs our elections? Why would I flood a government that allows illegal immigrants to stream into our country unchecked, which ultimately creates a, a, a tidal wave of human suffering on the southern border, but it also is a, is a national security threat? Why do I want to fund a government that sets the conditions for veterans to fight, bleed, and die for the streets of other countries, but then come home and live on the streets of America, why would I fund a government that constantly taxes taxes us from the moment that we wake up, wake up, and we draw breath, and we turn on the water to take a shower, the water's taxed, the air is taxed, like your car is taxed, the gas you spend, the gas you fill up your car with is taxed. I mean, all of this reckless spending and this overtaxation has read, led to record inflation. So again, why the hell do I care I mean, about funding the government? All they've done is weaponize themselves against us. And, and, and I've told you time and time again, folks, that the number one issue, the most dangerous issue that we face today is the weaponization of our intelligence community and the federal government against the American people, thereby creating 50% of the population that are 
political dissidents, political terrorists, domestic extremists. And that's just, this is not an exaggeration. The you're a, you're labeled by the Department of Homeland Security, a domestic extremist. If you're a parent that just decides to go to a school board meeting who is concerned with the curriculum, porn being in our schools, the government, our government labels you a domestic terrorist. So I like this is a rhetorical question, but why the hell is Congress funding that? And the only leverage that the U.S. House of Representatives has well, some of the only leverage is the power of the purse, their ability to defund initiatives that are harmful to our country. So if there are going to be changes moving forward, if we're going to reform the way that we spend money and go out of our way to save American taxpayer dollars and try to tackle this debt and deficit spending, and I don't know, I mean, let's free spending across the board or let's cut spending. Let's start paying, let's let's start getting this debt and deficit problem under control. These, these decisions simply must be made now. Otherwise, this ship that we call our country, America, is going to capsize and it's going to take future generations of, uh, of this country, our children and their and, and their children. It's going to take them with it. They're going to sink with the ship. I guess some would argue that that's exactly what the Democrats want, but Republicans who are in the House of Representatives, you, this is your shot. Like fight tooth and nail to reform the way that we spend money in this country and help save the future of our children. Um, all right. I want to thank Deepwell. They're the founding sponsor of this program. This show could not be, it could not be done without their trust and faith placed in me and placed on the concept. They invested in this show back in January, and they've been with me ever since. So thanks to Deepwell. They're an amazing energy company that's got locations all over the country. They're hiring right now. Go to their website. Look them up. You don't even have to be somebody that's out in the field drilling for oil. They've got marketing positions. They've got administrative positions. They've got office positions. They're hiring like gangbusters, and they're a great company. So check them out. But Deepwell, you're, you are a company that's filled with American patriots. So God bless you and thank you for the support of this program. Okay, let's get right to it. The impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden began yesterday. And there was so much that came out about this. And I, I intended to talk about it yesterday, but we're going to hit it right at the top today. Um, but I want to play for you uh, Comer's opening statement because frankly, Comer has been relentless in his pursuit of holding the Biden crime family accountable for selling out this country. And folks, it is not an overstatement to say that Joe Biden is a foreign agent. In fact, my buddy Dan Bongino says it probably every single day on Twitter, but it's true. And if you don't believe me, I mean, actually, I like I asked Commander Melanie the other day, is there any Democrat that is not a wholly owned subsidiary of a hostile foreign country that hates America? And the answer to that question, I think, is no. Uh, but listen to James Comer uh, set the tone for this inquiry, which I think is going to be just bombshell after bombshell. Roll the tape. Check it out. At least 10 times, Joe Biden lied to the American people that he never spoke to his family about their business dealings. He lied by telling the American people that there was an absolute wall between his official government duties and his personal life. Let's be clear. There was no wall. The door was wide open to those who purchased what a business associate described as the Biden brand. 
evidence reveals that then-Vice President Joe Biden spoke, dined, and developed relationships with his family's foreign business targets. These business targets include foreign oligarchs who sent millions of dollars to his family. It also includes a Chinese national who wired a quarter of a million dollars to his son. Joe Biden also lied to the American people about his family making money in China. He continued to lie about it, even when the House Oversight Committee uncovered bank wires, revealing how the Bidens received millions from Chinese companies with significant ties to Chinese intelligence and the Chinese Communist Party. Just this week, we uncovered two additional wires sent to Hunter Biden that originated in Beijing from Chinese nationals. This happened when Joe Biden was running for president of the United States and Joe Biden's home is listed as the beneficiary address. To date, the House Oversight Committee has uncovered how the Bidens and their associates created over 20 shell companies, most of which were created when Joe Biden was vice president, and raked in over $20 million between 2014 and 2019. We've also identified nine Biden family members who have participated in or benefited from these shady business schemes. Now, what were the Bidens selling to make all this money? Joe Biden himself. Joe Biden is the brand. And Joe Biden showed up at least two dozen times with business targets and associates sending signals of access, influence, and power to those prepared to pay for it. So pretty damning evidence, right? I mean, we're talking text message. We're talking, we're talking emails. We're talking bank accounts. We're talking wire transfers to people's home addresses. I mean, we're talking actual text messages um, internal, like from Jim Biden and Hunter Biden talking about their father being implicated in, in basically pay to play corrupt stuff. I mean, there's even a text message out there that we've showed on this show that talks about, uh, that shows Hunter Biden talking about his father. Well, I may, at least you won't have to give half of your salary to dad. I mean, what were they selling? influence to the Biden crime family. So here's the deal, folks. How are Democrats responding to this, you might ask? Now, remember how the narrative has slowly shifted on this. It started with Biden in 2020 saying very, very clearly in no uncertain terms that I have no connection to my son's business dealings whatsoever. And do you remember that the picture of Biden uh, with Hunter Biden in those, I can't remember, Ukrainian oligarchs on a golf course come to find out that, yes, Joe Biden did have contact with Hunter Biden's business associates. And then it was, well, Joe Biden might have been on some calls, but they only talked about the weather. You know, they never talked about business or the 24 plus million dollars that was laundered into the Biden family, into the Biden crime family from countries who hate us. It was just about things like, you know, the weather and the cost of gasoline and the commute to work. And then it was the narrative shifted to there's just no evidence of this. And then it was there's just no direct evidence. And now. Watch AOC in this next video. Watch how she slowly shifted the narrative here from no to no connection whatsoever to no evidence to no direct evidence. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Check this out. Chair now recognizes Ms. Ocasio-Cortez for five minutes. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chair. Now, it has been repeated, and I would also like to repeat that the allegations being presented 
uh, by the majority are extremely serious. And the prospect of impeachment is also a gravely serious matter, which has been echoed by our witnesses today. And any serious impeachment investigation or inquiry relies on firsthand sworn testimony of witnesses to high crimes or misdemeanors. Today, the Republican majority has called in three witnesses to advance their case. Mr. Turley, I have a simple question for you. In your testimony today, are you presenting any firsthand witness account of crimes committed by the President of the United States? No, I'm not. No, you are not. Ms. O'Connor, you are the second uh, Republican witness here today. Have you, in your testimony, presented any firsthand witness account of crimes committed by, pre by the President of the United States? Thank you. Now, Mr. Dubinsky, as the third and final Republican witness uh, in this hearing, have you, in your testimony, presented any firsthand witness account of crimes committed by the President of the United States? Uh, I have not. And Professor Gerhardt, uh, given that you are the minority witness, I assume the same, correct? I'm not a fact witness, correct. Thank you. And to clarify, two individuals presented today who do have firsthand accounts surrounding the progeny of these allegations are being blocked from testifying by the Republican majority. <laughs> so firsthand, do you think that Comrade Cortez, uh, who is clearly one of the biggest mouth breathers in, in Congress, do you think that she knows what firsthand means? Do you think that, do you think that, I mean, what's it going to take for some of these people? Like we have evidence of wire transfers to Joe Biden's house in Wilmington. We have bank statements. We have direct proof of them taking money from Russian oligarchs, from Chinese business executives with direct ties to the CCP. What's it going to take? A, a picture of, of, of Xi Jinping or a firsthand witness account of Xi Jinping dressed up as Grimace, passing off a big check to Joe Biden where he's smiling and they're shaking hands in a picture? Is that what it's going to take? Because that, that that's basically what AOC is implying. Never mind the fact that she's wholesale ignoring all of the evidence that Comer led in with in his opening remarks. So now it's, there's no firsthand evidence, which means there's no one who actually witnessed this, these things for themselves directly. I mean, again, the narrative on this, folks, is going to shift time and time again, and it shifted in real time in this actual hearing as well, and I'll show you in a second. But if you're with me for this long, uh, let me just tell you, like, the, if you're joining Parnell's platoon for the first time, you're welcome to be here. We love you. We want you every single Monday through Friday at five o'clock, but make sure you like this video. It's really, really important. Rumble calls liking rumbles. So it's that little green thumb right there at the bottom of the video. Make sure you like it because rumble notices that stuff. The more they notice, the more likely it is that we will get advertisers. The more advertisers we get, it means that I can build a new studio a.k.a. the Batcave, and it will not be near the cat's litter box. So thank you. Make sure you like and rumble this page, and obviously subscribe to the show because it's free. It always will be. It is a show for you, and we will always, always, always bring you the unvarnished truth and talk about things that the mainstream media or the corporate media just doesn't address. Um, okay, back to the Biden impeachment inquiry. 
the fact of the matter is, is that all of this evidence aside, and there is a ton of evidence of corruption within the Biden family, the Biden crime family. Okay, it's it's clear. And anyone who says there's no evidence, you should simply laugh in their face and call them a mouth breather. I, I'm serious. Like I, that's what I would do. Like if you can't see the evidence at this point in time, it's because you're deliberately putting your head in the sand. Okay, full stop. Uh, there's a ton of evidence, but the reality is Joe Biden should have been impeached and could have been impeached for his disastrous surrender in Afghanistan. Okay, no doubt about that. Wasted 20 years of blood and treasure, American blood and treasure on the ground in Afghanistan with actually like absolutely nothing to show for it. What about the Chinese spy balloon? Um, what about trying to force the vaccine on people and then having those people get fired and not be rehired? I mean, there's a million reasons to impeach this guy. It doesn't even have to just be this. So an impeachment inquiry is warranted not just for corruption, but for a litany of other reasons. And oh, by the way, they impeached Donald Trump for two completely bogus hoaxes. We know now that the reasons why they impeached Donald Trump were hoaxes, period, end of story. But here we have Joe Biden, who is arguably the most corrupt president in American history, and you have Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in there saying we need direct firsthand evidence. Well, don't you think that the inquiry, which is essentially an investigation, might turn up some firsthand evidence that you might want to know about? Even if you're a Democrat, what's the end game here? I mean, I would assume that you that you don't want a president that's a foreign agent completely owned by countries who hate us, right? I mean, maybe not. I could be wrong. Uh, but check this out. Byron Donalds, okay? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez just got done saying there's no firsthand evidence. You got to see this video of Byron Donalds, who by far has become in a very short amount of time one of the most effective members of the U.S. House of Representatives. He's a great guy, by the way. But check check this out, how he just completely blows out of the water AOC's BS about no firsthand evidence. Roll the tape. Mr. Dubinsky, I'm going to come to you quickly. A lot of talk about evidence. On the screens in the room, we have an organizational chart from the IRS investigative team that was looking into the business practices of Hunter Biden and his associates. This org chart is from 2014. Now, Mr. Dubinsky, when my former life, I was in community banking. And I'm com- I'm comfortable with looking at organizational charts. When I first saw this chart, the first thing I thought about was a real estate holding company or a developer. And this is not to demean developers in the great East state of America, but developers typically have multiple companies that float with various business interests and business lines. But the funny thing is that in the business dealings of Hunter Biden, there is no real estate, none at all. So, Mr. Dubinsky, in your professional experience, looking at this organizational chart of business structure, what do you see here? I see a very complicated structure of entities uh, that are interrelated and would give me concern. If I were an investigator, I would want to know what's going on in these entities, who's behind them, how's, how's the money moving between them, and what is the substance of the transactions? What's really going on here? And what the hell do they produce? What do those entities produce? What do they sell? I mean, I mean, if you're a property developer, you're selling land, you're building houses, you've got logistics, you've got wood, you've got nails, you've got supply, you've got trucks, you've got fuel. What the, the what do all of those entities associated with the Biden family name? What do they produce? What do they sell? Why do they exist? 
These, this is nothing more than a very, very sophisticated money laundering operation. And this is why when these foreign governments bribe, which essentially that's what this is, they're bribing the Biden family, okay, to push favorable U.S. policy when it, as it pertains to their country. Period. End of story. This is why I say they're bought and paid for, folks. When Russia is investing in Biden, there it's a sort of you know pay for play. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. You know, like it's just absolutely crazy to me. It, look at that sheet that Byron Donald showed. I've never seen. I've never seen it presented in that way, but it absolutely raises a ton of concerning questions about. I mean, the Biden family. Who owns them? What information does the do the communist Chinese have on the Bidens? You know, and so so the narrative in this hearing, when presented with this evidence, this you know this, this evidence, it went from we need firsthand accounts to something vastly vastly different. Uh, at, at what what is really an emotional and stupid argument, void of any facts at all. Uh, let's play the first video of Representative uh, Frost and check out his argument. Impeachment inquiry isn't about the United States. It's about Hunter Biden. And the only thing the president is can be guilty of here is being a father. I yield back to the ranking. <laughs> That's the dumbest argument. What a complete mouth breather. Like we have got to start represent. We have got to start electing representatives that are not total morons and that dude is a total idiot the only thing he's guilty of is being a, a good father but representative frost wasn't the only mouth breather in the room that made this argument uh check out uh this next video that that will just blow your mind <laughs> roll the tape check president out. of the united states has committed but when we start talking about things that look like evidence they want to act like they blind they don't know what this is these are our national secrets Looks like in the shitter to me. This looks like more evidence of our national secrets, say on a stage at Mar-a-Lago. When we're talking about somebody that's committed high crimes, it's at least indictments. Let's say 32 counts related to unauthorized retention of national security secrets, seven counts related to obstructing the investigation, three false statements, one count of conspiracy to defraud the United States, falsifying business records, conspiracy to defraud the United States, two counts related to efforts to obstruct the vote certification proceedings, one count of conspiracy to violate civil rights, 23 counts related to forgery or false document statements, eight counts related to soliciting and I could go on because he's got 91 counts pending right now but I will tell you what the president has been guilty of he has unfortunately been guilty of loving his child unconditionally and that is the only evidence that they have brought forward and honestly I hope and pray that my parents love me half as much as he loves his child until they find some evidence we need to get back to the people's work which means keeping this government open so that people don't go hungry in the streets of the United States and I will yield <laughs> what a total idiot I, so to this to this representative's cat how the hell she gets elected is beyond me what a total total idiot total moron total mouth breather like i god these people are just so dumb it's just that she the government somehow needs to stay open to feed the people so they don't go hungry in the streets never mind the fact that it's Democrat policies 
in heavily Democrat areas like the inner cities of this country, basically everything the Democrats touch dies. Uh, anywhere Democrats are elected is is filled with suffering and high crime rates. And there she was again, making the argument that it, if Joe Biden's guilty of anything, it's being it's loving his son unconditionally. Folks, let me tell you something about this. First of all, I think Joe Biden is, you know, an animated corpse, a husk of a human a disgusting, gross person on every level, corrupt to the core of who he is. He's a liar. Uh, as my buddy Bongino would say, he's a, a child-sniffing creep, and he's right about that, but he's always been a terrible person. There has never been a time where he's just, old oh, crazy lunch bucket Joe. No, he is a bad person and has been a bad person for a very long time. If you don't believe me, you know, and, and you have courage because that will make you sick to your stomach. Go read Ashley Biden's diary. She does not like her father. And I'm going to go a step further. I do not believe Hunter Biden likes his father. I believe Hunter Biden reviles his father. I believe Hunter Biden believes that his father used him. And his fa- it was probably mad that his father you know, favored Bo over him. Bo was always the favored son. And I think Hunter Biden despises Joe. And, you know, what kind of father, <laughs> when your son is struggling, whether it's with drugs or divorce or with something, and look, I'm not, you know, Hunter Biden's a real terrible person. He's done lots of terrible things. But if you're a father that truly cares about your children or your son, in this case, who is clearly struggling, why are you sending him on foreign mission trips to countries that hate us to use him to launder money into your family? There's no doubt in my mind these countries like Russia and China have information compromising information on Hunter. If they have compromising information on Hunter, they have compromising information on Joe. 100% guarantee that Hunter reviles his father for being used like that. What kind of dad sends his son on these trips to be used who is struggling with drugs? Good fathers, good parents do not do that. And Hunter Biden is the key to bring in the entire Biden crime family down. And Joe Biden knows it. Everyone in that family knows it. And that's precisely why Hunter Biden, uh, on his federal charges, threatened to bring Joe Biden on the stand. And I don't think Joe Biden likes that very much. And so this idea that this narrative, it's especially egregious and offensive because, no, not only is Joe Biden not a good father, he's a terrible person that exploited his children and exploited everything he's ever done, lied his way to the top, made possible by a media that has helped him and lied for him. And look where we are now. We have a corrupt, wholly owned subsidiary of the communist Chinese and Russia, a president who has bought and paid for 24 million times over. Not a good place. Not a good place to be. But let's move on. Uh, General Milley is retiring. Okay, most of you all know exactly how I feel about General Milley. But before I get to that, I want to thank Cabot Guns. They are another founding sponsor of this program. They are a Western Pennsylvania-based company, but they have 
you know, head, like places all around the country where they're manufactured the best 1911 pistols in the country. Full stop. Every single component part of their guns, 100% made in America. They're the best. Go to their website. Check them out. They actually have a tactical model that they've rolled out as well. Um, and these guns, they shoot like a dream. So, you know, if you don't p- mind paying a little bit more for, for a pistol that shoots like the best pistol you ever shoot, Cabot Guns is the place for you. And like I said, they're rolling out a mid-price tactical model as well called the Apocalypse. It's just badass. Check them out. But Cabot, you're a great supporter of the Second Amendment. You're a company that's filled with American patriots, and we're lucky to have you here. Thank you for standing by me. Um, Okay. General Milley is retiring. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the highest-ranking member of the United States military, uh, is retiring, and he's leaving the military in complete shambles. Okay, we are in the midst of a recruiting crisis, the likes of which the U.S. military has not experienced in decades. Um, Actually, the Army War College just said that we might have to institute a draft because a war with China could cause 3,600 killed in action a day, a day. And not enough Americans are signing up. So you remember when I told you that that at some point. As the war in Ukraine drags on and the stalemate is prolonged, and yes, it is a stalemate, 100%. The longer that that war drags on, the more likely it is for Americans to be dragged into it. And oh, by the way, now the Army War College is saying that not only would it be someone who volunteered, say, God forbid, well, look, it's a blessing to serve this country. I don't regret a second of my time. Um, I would do it all again in a second. But now they're talking about maybe reinstituting a draft or some sort of mandatory conscription program. So even if your child doesn't want to serve, they could find themselves at war with Russia or find themselves at war with China by being conscripted against their will into the U.S. military. If we've got this graphic, Chad, let's show it up on the screen here. Okay, this image represents um, uh, the, the war in progress in Ukraine. Okay, pink areas are Russian held areas, traditional Russian held areas. Those little blue areas are the areas where Ukraine has made any progress. You don't need to be General Patton or a tactical genius to know that that is a stalemate. So every single media outlet, and I mean every single one, and that includes Republicans like Nikki Haley, who are on that stage advocating for funding in Ukraine and the deaths of tens of thousands of Ukrainians every single day. And undoubtedly, Americans will be dragged into this war too. every single person who is lying to you about this war. I mean, I'm telling you, I could pull up articles right now saying that the Ukrainian uh, summer offensive has gone surprisingly well. That's the end state. Your pink areas are Russian held. The, re- the dark red areas on that line are areas where Russian Russian forces have moved forward. The the few blue areas on that line are places that Ukrainians have moved forward. Hardly any progress at all. And oh, by the way, there are two other Russian defensive lines right behind that one. This war will be a stalemate for the next 20 years. So funding Ukraine in perpetuity is not an option. Diplomacy, getting leaders to the table to talk about a peace plan. A pass, a pathway to peace is the only way forward. And I say this as somebody who fought in Afghanistan for my, half of my life, 
this country was at war in Afghanistan. I bled for this country. My men bled for this country. I'm not afraid of fighting for this country. I fought for this country before. And if we were ever threatened, I say it often, I will do it again and I will volunteer to serve this country. But this debacle in Ukraine, And this talk of mandatory conscription because of this recruiting crisis made possible by morons, woke moron mouth breathers like Millie, is a danger to this country. Now, check this video out. Chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff went on 60 Minutes. He's responding to comments by uh, President Trump suggesting that that Millie should be executed for for committing treason. I'll give you my thoughts on it first. Uh, But I'll just tell you right now, wholly inappropriate for a man in uniform. But roll this tape. President Trump recently said that your dealings with China were so egregious that in times gone by, the punishment would have been death. That's right. He said that. Mm -hmm. That's correct. He is suggesting that you be punished by death. The former commander in chief to his former top military advisor. Um, Look, I'm I'm a soldier. Uh, I've been faithful and loyal to the Constitution of the United States for 44 and a half years. Uh, and my family and I have sacrificed greatly for this country, my mother and father before them. And, you know, as, as much as these comments are directed at me, it, it's also directed at the institution of the military. Um, and there's, there's 2.1 million of us in uniform. And, and the American people can take it to the bank that all of us, every single one of us, from private to general, we're loyal to that Constitution. It will never turn our back on it no matter what, no matter what the threats, uh, no matter what the humiliation, no matter what. If we're willing to die for that document, if we're willing to deploy to combat, if we're willing to uh, lose an arm, a leg, an eye, uh, to protect and and support and defend that document and protect the American people, then we're willing to live for it too. So I'm not gonna comment directly on those those things, but I can tell you that uh, this military, uh, this soldier, me, will never turn our back on that constitution. But for the record, was there anything inappropriate or treasonous about the calls you made to China? Absolutely not, zero, none. It almost seems odd to ask this question because the former commander-in-chief seems to be calling for your execution. Are you worried about your safety? I've got adequate safety precautions. I I wish those comments had not been made, but they were, and we'll take appropriate measures to ensure my safety and the safety of my family. Folks, listen to me clearly. General Milley called China behind Donald Trump's back and said that he will do what must be done to insulate China from an attack should President Trump attack. Uh, That is treason. If the commander-in-chief does not know about that call, that that is a dereliction of duty, a betrayal of his oath. We elected President Trump to be the commander-in-chief. It is not General Milley's place to undermine the will of the people. Now, President Trump, by the way, this is very, very important. It's not like he's some crazed dude with his finger over the nuclear button. There was no threat that we were not going to attack China. So why the hell was Milley calling China without President Trump knowing? And again, I'll said it before and I'll say it again. President Trump is the greatest peacetime president of our lifetime. I never thought in my life after having fought in the Middle East that we would have peace in the Middle East, but Donald Trump did it with the Abraham Accords. Okay? So this idea that Donald Trump is some dictator and the Constitution must be protected from him is ridiculous. The reality is the Constitution must be protected from traitors like Milley. 
Those comments and his actions while in uniform to undermine the commander-in-chief of the United States are wholly inappropriate. If I did something like that on the battlefield in Afghanistan without knowledge of my company commander, if I went and talked to a Taliban leader and I said, hey, listen, I'm going to come here and I'm going to take this hill. You don't attack me. I don't attack you. Cool. We got a deal. And I did not tell my company commander about that, but it was found out later that I did that. You could bet your ass that I would be in front of a firing squad and it would be justified. You bet your ass at a very minimum that I would be court-martialed for those actions and it would be justified. That kind of stuff is wrong. Yes, we take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. Yes, we take an oath to not follow orders that violate that oath, that would have us do horrific things on the battlefield. And a good example of that is the Milai Massacre. If you're ever given an order to shoot and kill women and children who are not innocent women and children, Women and children, period, should not follow that order. But this is not that scenario. China is the greatest geopolitical threat that we face. The war college is wargaming scenarios where 3,600 Americans could be killed a day in a war with China. And here we have Milley, who was the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, calling his CCP counterpart to give them a heads up about what we may or may not do. That is treason. And I cannot understand for the life of me why the mainstream media isn't pressing him on that. That is not appropriate. Well, Millie's retirement ceremony was today. And look at what he had to say in his farewell speech. Still in uniform, by the way, not quite retired yet, but go ahead and roll the tape. To a country. We don't take an oath to a tribe. We don't take an oath to a religion. We don't take an oath to a king or a queen, or a tyrant, or a dictator. And we don't take an oath to a wannabe dictator. We don't take an oath to an individual. We take an oath to the Constitution, and we take an oath to the idea that it's America, and we're willing to die to protect it. Every soldier, sailor, airman, Marine, Guardian, and Coast Guardsman, each of us commits our very life to protect and defend that document, regardless a personal price. The wannabe dictator, that was a shot at Trump, former president of the United States. Again, the greatest peacetime president of my lifetime. Completely inappropriate for you to do that in uniform at a farewell address on the day of your retirement. And oh, by the way, wannabe dictator, all the things that the left accused President Trump of, all the things that the media relentlessly and breathlessly accused President Trump of being a dictator is Joe Biden, 100%. He's, he is war without end in Ukraine. He's destabilized the world. He's weakened America. He's flooded our southern border with illegal aliens at, at record, record levels. We have record inflation in this country. Uh, this country, we have never lived in a more precarious spot. The, the federal government, he he and he alone is weaponizing the federal government against the American people. He's turned the strength and the power of some of the best intelligence agency and law enforcement agencies in the world against half the population. So the wannabe dictator actually is an actual dictator, and his name is Joe Biden, not Donald Trump. So let's move right along before before I, before before I, my blood pressure gets too high and I black out in the middle of the show because I wanted to cover this for the last like week but we haven't been able to get to it and we're running out of time and it's Friday and we always want to end the show on Friday on a lighter note so 
There is this trend out there where wives are asking their husbands about the Roman Empire, and wives are surprised almost to a person about how often their husbands or significant others actually think about the Roman Empire. And all cards on the table, I probably think about Gladiator or Maximus Decimus Meridius or being on the front lines of one of his legions or fighting in a gladiatorial arena at least once a day. So I I am also (laughs) guilty of of thinking of the Roman Empire more often than I think Commander Melanie even knows about. Uh, But here's, I want to show you this video because I think it's interesting. And then we're going to move through some other videos pretty quickly. And I'm going to give you my thoughts on this, but let's go ahead and roll. um, This is like an example of a trend of, of this trend that's taking the internet by storm of wives asking their husbands about the Roman Empire. Go ahead and roll the tape. Do you ever think about the Roman Empire? All the time. Why? What are you thinking about it? Well, because we're in those times right now. Everybody's preoccupied with sports, movies, work, you know. What was it you said about bread? Well, all right, the common people, Roman Empire said that everybody was equal. Everybody had a chance, Uh but it wasn't. The rich got richer and the poor got poor. And they worried constantly about people rioting Uh because they knew that the common man, the common people Uh could take over at any time. So they would bring them into the Colosseums, and they would give them free grain. They would give them bread. They would give them wine, whatever they needed to fill their bellies and block their minds from what they were angry about. They would watch plays. They would watch fights with the gladiators, sometimes for months on end. And that's where we're at right now, and I think about it all the time. Because so many people are preoccupied with their favorite football team, their favorite actor, actress, singer, and they they just don't even think about what's being taken away from them. As long as their bellies are full and they're happy with what's going on, they just let it continue. Wow. Bread and circuses, people. The Roman Empire would would find gladiators or actors. They'd have plays to distract the people from the issues and the struggles that we face of the day. And this gentleman said, and he was right on, well said, brilliantly spoken, sir. Kudos to you. No doubt that the Democrats probably think that he's a bitter, clinger, deplorable, horrible person, uh, but clearly an American patriot because he's right. We are in times eerily similar, eerily similar to the fall of the Roman Empire. It's just the truth. And I'm going to show you a couple of videos. I'm going to give you my thoughts on it, but watch, you know, Travis Kelsey, who is a star tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, um, did an ad for the vaccine, which to me is just grossly irresponsible, especially when you consider how it's been affecting our young people, uh, heightened rates of myocarditis in in young children, especially young boys. There is no way in hell um, an NFL athlete should be pimping this stuff out to our young people and making it seem like it's cool. And it's interesting. Travis Kelsey's on Instagram and all this other stuff is on and on Twitter and stuff. But this was the only post that he put that he put out there that disabled the comments. So clearly he didn't want to even have any feedback on it because he clearly knew it would be the American people would not be okay with him taking this stance. But frankly, it's, it's, you know, he's a great tight end, but this is just irresponsible. But I want you to see this. Go ahead and go ahead and roll this tape. Travis, did you know you can get this season's COVID-19 shot when you get your flu shot? Oh, two things at once. Two things at once. Two things at once. I'll have the two things at once, please. Now back to two things at once. 
two things at once. It's not two things at once. Mom. Travis, ask about getting this season's COVID-19 shot when getting your flu shot. I mean, so completely irresponsible, especially with all the information that we have about the vaccine today and how devastating it's been to our population and all of the side effects. Right. But here's the deal. Like our government. Right. Along with these powerful corporations are doing everything they can to find influencers like Travis Kelsey to push this propaganda on you so that you don't notice all the horrible side effects, the horrible economic conditions. They want you to focus on bread, circus, influencers, football, everything else. But what matters? Okay, Uh, I found this uh, video on the vaccine. And if look, if you're listening, uh, it's going to be tough to understand. But make sure make sure that you watch this. It's just a supercut of 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 how they rolled out the lies, the government lies about how the vaccine used to be. They pitched it to you all as 100% effective. If you get the vaccine, you will not get COVID and how that narrative slowly changed, which is why what Travis Kelsey did is just egregious. Go ahead and roll the tape. Watch this show. You're clearly advocating for something that is harming our young children and is harming the American people. And so, okay, so if you've been paying attention to the, to the Travis Kelsey story, and we're talking about the, the Roman Empire and them hiring influencers to distract the people, and now we see that Travis Kelsey, star tight end, is dating Taylor Swift, which I said, to my girls, by the way, you know, every girl in my household loves Taylor Swift. So let's just get that out there. But I said at the dinner table uh, the other day that, man, Travis Kelsey is getting his heart broke either way, whether it's from Taylor Swift or it's from the vaccine, he's totally screwed. And yes, folks, I am an expert at the dad jokes. And they kind of looked at me sheepishly and they said, did you get that from the internet? I said, I think I might've heard that on the radio. I don't know. Um, But look, now Taylor Swift, is dating Travis Kelsey. Now, Taylor Swift, here's the interesting thing about that. We just know, I just showed you a video of Travis Kelsey doing the vaccine promo. Taylor Swift just registered 40,000 young Democrat voters in one single day. Okay. Gavin Newsom 
just came out today and said Taylor Swift is going to be an unbelievable force for the Democrats in terms of registering new voters in the 2024 cycle. There's something going on here. And our government and the people behind the curtain are using people like Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift to do it. And look, I'm going to show you this video of Taylor Swift that you've probably never seen before about her railing against Republicans and Donald Trump and Senator Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee. It's crazy stuff. Now, here's the deal. Just I don't I believe that Taylor Swift actually believes these things. I do. And I don't begrudge her that. I don't. I mean, we're all entitled to our own political beliefs in this country. But what? But here's the deal. She's being used by very, very bad people. So is Travis Kelsey. They have not had the scales removed from their eyes yet. And they're doing the bidding of, of the deep state. There's just no other way to say it. Roll this video uh, of Taylor Swift on Donald Trump. Other thing, just from a security so you standpoint, think Taylor people- Swift comes out against Trump. I don't care if they write that. I'm sad that I didn't two years ago, but I can't change that. I'm saying right now that this is something that I know is right, and you guys, I need to be on the right side of history. Taylor, and if he Taylor, doesn't win, that at least I, I, at least I tried. Taylor, here's the, here's the problem. I just want to read you what I wrote, and I'm going to try to start. I just really want you to know that this is important to me. I this totally is agree have you, with have the you issue. Have you heard you. first? Let, have you just yes, heard? I've read the entire thing, and the bottom line right now, I'm terrified. I'm the guy that went out and bought armored cars. I worry for her safety as much as anybody does, maybe more. It really is a big deal. She votes against against fair pay for women. She votes against the reauthorization of the of the Violence Against Women Act, which is just basically protecting us from domestic abuse and stalking, stalking. She votes, she thinks that, that if you're a gay couple, or even if you look like a gay couple, you should be allowed to be kicked out of a restaurant. It's really basic human rights, and it's right and wrong at this point, and I can't see another commercial and see her disguising these policies behind the words Tennessee Christian values. Those aren't Tennessee Christian values. I live in Tennessee. I am Christian. That's not what we stand for. I need to do this. I need you to just, I need you to forgive me for doing it because I'm doing it. Now, look, she's a young kid. She's entitled to her beliefs, but the, the idea that her family had to buy armored cars out of fear that Republicans would attack her is left-wing BS. The Republicans are not the ones who are violent. Look at Black Lives Matter. Look at Antifa. Look at the summer of love. Billions of dollars of damage. Cities burned to the ground. I can guarantee you if she came out in support of Donald Trump, yeah, she would be in danger because the left would come after her. But she's taking the easy road. She's just listening to the to the prevailing narrative that is forced on all of us by the mainstream media, refusing to critically think. There's not a single Republican that I know that wants to, you know, kick suspected gay people out of restaurants. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous Democrat talking points. And so I was able to pull a video of what happened to refute what Taylor Swift said about, of course, you know, the, the, the Republicans are the one are violent and, and she had to buy armored cars because of the fear of being attacked by Trump supporters. Absolutely crazy. Um, we got this video uh, of how Antifa reacted during Trump's inauguration. And oh, by the way, nobody was actually charged with that or 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 charged with insurrection or anything else. Um, so the hypocrisy is glaring. But go ahead and roll this tape. You are both. Oh, 
Police had to push back the protesters so firefighters could get to the flames. Small fires had appeared all day. This upped the temperature, which of course was the point. One demonstrator threw a flashbang grenade back at police. It exploded in an officer's face. Plenty of tear gas, six officers reportedly injured. And there you have it, folks. So please, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, stop doing the bidding of very powerful members of the deep state who do not have Americans' best interests at heart. Those in that video that you just saw from Mays Moore, who is incredible, by the way, those weren't Republicans. Those were Democrats. That was the militia arm of the Democrat Party who are violent extremists who will burn down buildings and kill you. If, if they had the opportunity. So please, 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 Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, learn to think for yourself. Please, America is begging you. Okay, it's Friday and we are past six o'clock and you know there's a tradition on Battleground Live that we try to go out on a lighter note. And I, yes, I've said mouth breather, I think, I think six or seven times. So you all have had six or seven, at least six or seven drinks. So you're probably feeling pretty good right now. Well, let's go out on a lighter note. And I certainly need to calm down and lower my blood pressure because I know some of you all are afraid of that, of health issues and me monitoring my blood pressure. And you would be right because this show does get me fired up. And I'm sure you see that, that fire and passion reflected in my facial expressions from time to time as well. So let's go ahead uh, and, and roll this tape. And then we'll send off into the weekend and I'll see you on Monday. But go ahead and roll the tape. Who can take your money? Who can take your money? With a twinkle in their eye. A twinkle in their eye. Take it all away and give it to some other guy. The government. The government, the government can. The government. And who can tax the sunrise? Who can tax the trees? Who can tax the trees? Let your own a business and collect up all the fees. The government. Oh, the government can. The government can. And the government can, cause they mix it up with lies and make it all taste good. Government takes everything we make to pay for all of their solutions. Like healthcare, climate change, pollution. Just throw away the Constitution. I wrote that, thank you. Who can give a bailout? Tell us to behave. And make the founding fathers roll over in their grave. The go I don't care if you hate me, I'm gonna sing it anyway. Oh the government can And the government can the mix up without make it all yummy, 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 yummy. All right, there it is, and we're the send-off dab. Thank you all for watching this. 
we're over an hour now. I know I need more time on this show. If you haven't done so already, please like this video. It matters so much. And subscribe to this page, Battleground Live. It's this channel. We're, we're over 6,000 followers now, and we're growing like gangbusters, and we're creating a movement, and that movement will save this country, and it is and will always be about you. So Battleground Live airs every Monday through Friday at 5 o'clock, and it is live um, and so official seanparnell.com for all of your battleground apparel needs. You can get merch like this. Never quit, never surrender. Do not comply. Got lots of other cool stuff on there. We have a couple new designs coming out real, real soon. So stay tuned on that. Uh, but thank you all from the bottom of my heart for, for being with me. It's an honor to watch this movement grow. And it's all for you made possible by you. So thanks for watching Battleground Live. We will see you on Monday. God bless you all, and God bless this amazing, amazing country that we call home. Take care. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation.